Hey, this is AJ, and we're... No, no, I can't talk. Cool. Yeah, that sounded really terrible. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get some water in me. That's not water. Hey, y'all, this is AJ. I'm here today with our guests over at Kicks and Comics, the 82nd Astronaut and Mark Gold. And we're here today to talk about more of a wrap-up of the year, of this fall season for Kicks and Comics and also the, also the BG Podcast. And, you know, I really want to start by, you know, getting the experience that Kicks and Comics team has had just with their podcast now on its 13th episode. 13. Lucky number Lucky 13. 13. Mm-hmm. And what, that, you know, what it's been like to start the podcast, keep it going. I know, Enrique, you and I had talked a lot about this prior to launching and just... Maybe detail some of that, right? For folks who are looking to start their own podcast, the work that goes into it to make a show that's consistent, right? I mean, that's it. I told you that from the beginning. Right. It's all about the planning part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just the uh, it's just doing it. Um, there's, well, I think we had the idea in March and we kind of like fell off on it, but then Mark will be like, "Hey, dude, if we're gonna do it, we got to do it now." And it's just the the idea of like having obviously your your show idea, and then having an outline. Some um, a lot of podcasts, uh, are, well, ours is conversational. We do try to have a run the show. I think when I first presented it to Marco, it was like I had like a ten episode mm-hmm. outline, and it's kind of like going off the outline, but then also being prepared to go off riffs, off tangents, and stuff like that. Um, and then it's just executing. Um, I, I think we talked about it um, earlier where there's still that mystique of like, oh, you guys have a podcast. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it does take time. It does take effort and you need to invest some kind of money into it. But once you get off the ground, it just becomes like riding a bike um, from recording to editing to putting it together. And I think Marco has, has started like a video component as well. So he can speak on that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's about, like, at least having a clear idea of what you want to do. I think it definitely helped that we did it as, like, a, gr- a group. Like, it was two of us. Like, I think your your podcast works very well specifically because you always have a guest. Mm-hmm. So you line up. You you're, It's easy for you to do a run a show. But if you're, I mean, I'm not saying you can't do it on your own and you can't just do a podcast where it's just you talking into a microphone about your opinion and stuff like that. But when you have a partner and somebody you can work with it, Helps you stay more consistent. Like, hey, we're recording this week. This is what we're going to talk about. Um, I have people ask me all the time, oh, you have a podcast. Like, that's cool. How can I get one started? And I'm like, you can't do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't do no, it. Market's ours. Market's ours. Yeah. Like, it's, it's di- extremely yeah. difficult. Don't do it. Like, well, like, but, like most things, you know, most things, I don't want to say most things are, right? But it's just, it takes for anything worthwhile or any kind of endeavor, there's some effort required. Yeah. It's and just, I don't think people realize that. Or they, they realize it. I, I, well, I, I think they realize it on some level, right? But they're actually wanting to do it. Like, it's, it's nice to say, hey, oh, yeah, I want to start a podcast. Yeah. Or I want to start whatever kind of show. And the beauty of the era we're in now is the technology is available for anyone to do this stuff. It's not, I mean, none of us come from technical backgrounds per se. And this stuff isn't hard to do. You figure it out, right? Neither of us, right. I don't think any, any of us knew how to set up a, you know, set up an account on iTunes or on SoundCloud, or to get the stuff, or get our soundtrack stuff mm-hmm. going on GarageBand. Yeah, but we figured you figured it out, right? Yeah. You figured it out, and that's the biggest thing is having the time, 
or wanting to rather to devote the time to to figuring it out. Yeah, obviously, and I mean, I obviously was joking. Like, I mean, anybody can do this, but it also does. It's it's the effort. It's like if you actually want to try and do it. So for mm-hmm. people that are like, oh, I want, I'd like that'd be cool to do that. It's like, well, go buy a mic and do it. Like, it's mm-hmm. really not that hard. Like Nas said, and Nas need one mic. Well, and oh, like you, I'm old, <laughs> but like you said, like you said though, it's it, the the age we live in now. Also, is like if there is something you don't know, like. Just YouTube it, Google. like Google, Google. it. It's like awesome. that's how I learned how to upload to SoundCloud and then get the RSS feeds to like other, you know, Spotify, iTunes, all those other. Did accounts. you know what an RSS feed was for like six months ago? No. Maybe you did. I mean, yeah. no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know what an RSS feed and was now, until we started the talking distribution to you. network and everything yeah. else. Great, yeah, it goes here and here and here. Now it's just like hey, X, Y, and Z. And like, when it's a one-stop shop, yeah. you know, like you you were telling us about like once we get it on SoundCloud, like literally. And SoundCloud's not sponsored yet. But, you know, shout out to SoundCloud for disputing yeah. the VG Media Group family uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that shows. But it, it's it's once you're there and you have that, like, it makes it so, like, we, we're, it's a one-stop shop. Like, yes, we have accounts with iTunes, Spotify, all these other distributors that people listen to our podcast on. But realistically, we once we make it public on SoundCloud, it disseminates it to everything else. And I we both learned that just watching YouTube videos. Like now we're doing more of a video uh, element as well. We've done a few like IGTV videos. Uh, I've thrown some YouTube content out there as well. And that was literally just Googling stuff and learning how to do that in my own spare time, like working with iMovie, things like that. Mm. So if you want to do it, it's the knowledge base is there for you to go find it and learn how to do it. It's just about your resolve and yeah. you, whether or not you really want to do it. Speaking of iMovie too, I use that to post. Uh, I start up, started uploading old old episodes to YouTube, mm-hmm. having their platform right. Mm-hmm. But similar deal. I mean, okay, how to load my logo up so it stays consistent yep. when you play the video, quote mm-hmm. unquote, on on YouTube. And and the beauty, you know, again, you know, Mac, Apple's not a sponsor, but this. I'm sure there are other plat- other software out there too that comes mm-hmm. loaded on computers, but. You know, it is like being an entrepreneurial or figuring out what's available to me for free to use. And yeah, there are tools out there, I think, that are probably for certain, you know, brands preferable, right? Because you have the one in the funding and like you mm-hmm. expect a certain level of quality. But for the average person, I think there's a lot more out there than not you can use. I mean, I bought this MacBook Air, they're recording this on like two years ago for like nine or nine ninety nine at a... Best Buy, mm-hmm. and I bought it for, for you know, the company I was starting, and then yeah. looking up the software on there, realizing I don't even I don't even touch this stuff. And it's yeah. so much. I mean, Apple has a lot of stuff. They're 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 backed in for creators. Yep. And that's not just. I think people get caught. Oh, I think we're all. I think all of us are cre- creatives. Yeah. Right. Like in this room, mm-hmm. um, we had an idea. We took that and built something out of it. Right. This tangible in some way. You can look at it yeah. and see it. And. You know, we're like, you know, we all have our, you know, our corporate jobs or everything else, but, you know, this is our outlet. Yeah. Everything like, from your soundtrack, man, the things you did sound, opening intro mm-hmm. track and all that. I mean. Yeah. Well, that was, that was Dax actually, like with that. But I mean, well, loading that into the videos and stuff like that is like all, you know, like you said. Let's plug that. I didn't know that. So pull back to you for those who don't know, uh, Daddy Second Astronaut, Marco and I have been uh, friends and around each other since the third grade here in Austin. We're all native Austinites and. I didn't know that another one of our classmates from Williams Elementary back in the four or five, mm-hmm. four or five, seven eight seven four or five for those who know, uh, four eight actually four, four, eight. four eight. Okay, my bad. I was in the four or I mean, five. That's me. But be very specific. <laughs> no, I, I mean <laughs> I lived right in the seven. <laughs> me and you. No, <laughs> no. I have you. My dad's on the four eight. My mom's on the four <laughs> five. So I, I straddle the line. <laughs> oh yeah. We moved, over, we moved over quick. We moved over yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. By seventh grade, we were over there. Right. So anywho, we uh, Dax uh, 
is a singer, songwriter, actor, extraordinary director. 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 Um, and if you all listen to the opening for Kicks and Comics, that's uh, his production. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. in, in part with also plug Kevstagrams. Yeah. Um, um, so one of his partners that he's worked with in the in the past, like they produced, I think the intro is... is the it, intro is and then all... Kevstagrams did the outro. And it's yeah. funny, like I had that, I've had that track, I think it's maybe six or seven years old. But when that that part you hear at the beginning, I've had that in my mind for, for whenever I was like, whenever I do something creative, this is going to be something. And I think that's one of the things it's finding if you want to start your thing, like carry on a journal, carry on something you can jot, because anything can, can become, and anything is a germ for something bigger. Mm-hmm. And I think going back to barriers of entry, for me, and I've mentioned it before to Mark and I think AJ, my biggest barrier to entry was getting over my own hangups of like, why does anyone and why does why does anyone want to download one what I'm what I'm saying and two what what are people going to think once it's out there and I think up until our launch which was October fourth of this year I just wanted to pull the plug on it I was like no we, but at that time we had like ten or twelve episodes already recorded but I was like no I don't want to this can't go out like what are people going to think what are you know what what was what what was the worry. I think the the worry is, is self just self consciousness. I mean, um, having the having the public watch you fail, having like uh, bad reviews come in, or even within our own like friends or family, or whatever. I've heard like, oh, it's a little too long, or oh, it's just this, and it for me it kind of digs at me because I'm like, well, this is my thing, like yeah. But that that went away real quick because it's when just that like, shift happened. I think yeah. after our first two episodes, but I also had a lot of lot of support. Like I had um, my my own uh, manager at work, Jen, um, kind of like uh, share our link. Um, then I had my local comic store share our links, and then just seeing that there's people out there. That's who you have to kind of glom onto the pe- not the naysayers, but just the people that are just like, hey. Um, or they're like, hey, I downloaded all these. I haven't listened to them. And I'm like, fine, well, they're in your queue. So you'll get to them when you get to them. But you're showing support. So it's kind of, for me, my biggest enemy in everything, just in life in general, has been myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when that shift happened. But now I'm just like, you know, I'm thir- we're 13 episodes in. We've interviewed some, some great guests from, you know, sneaker shops here, Magic Supply. We just interviewed J.B. Salcedo with Texas Humor. Who knows where this will take us? And my dream big goal is to get invited to Beaverton, to get invited to um, DC, the DC offices in LA, in whatever capacity, you know. And um, it's just like just taking this as far as it'll it'll it, as far as I can. And now I, I just don't care yeah. what kind of people think. Yeah, I think you can too. I think well, pull back. When we spoke, we, I think we spoke about this. I was in Portland, you know, doing a corporate retreat, and you called me up. It's, this was in July, and talking about it, right? And you'd seen kind of what I've been, what I, my show, I've been doing, and everything else, or at least the the back, the BTS, the behind the scenes of what I was posting mm-hmm. about it, and just the idea of like, look, I told you, I think, I'm trying to recall what I told you then was, you have a concept, you have a passion for it. And never enough of a, of a thing with Marco to to do something, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what you go on, right? And like, and you have to trust that an audience will will find you. And honestly, from what I, I you know I read about other podcasts and brand development, right? 
and I think we talked about this was recently when after recording with JB, but unless you are already a, a known brand, you're an actor or someone with something coming into our show, right, in and of itself, you're gonna you're starting from square one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, and I, I advise y'all to listen to the other podcasts from people who started their own companies, those kind of things. But that's how it starts, right? Mm-hmm. You build something, and they'll tell you, like, yeah, they'll ask you, when was the influx point, or when they kind of break out? Mm-hmm. It might be two years in, uh, but they're, but the thing is, the common denominator is they were doing consistent content, right. and they were working in their craft. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm starting to read read books personally on just being a better host. You know, how I, you know, maybe flipping the script and how I do my run of show and so on, right? But tweaking the things. Um, to make my to invest in myself, to make me a better host, mm-hmm. and get you know better, maybe get better quality of interviews in terms of just the questions asked, the flow of it, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a constant development, right? It's yeah. not just about I think you know because you you're not, not just you kind of having the same kind of show all the time. Like how do we tweak this, right? Mm-hmm. And how do we, and not even because of the audience, but how do we you want to make yourselves a better, better, in your all's case, better co-host mm-hmm. of a show. Yeah, no, I agree with that. For me, like, I think the self-consciousness thing has always been something that's held me back, too. And um, the turning point for me, like, honestly, came a lot earlier than for him, it sounds like. For me, the turning point was day one when it loaded up to Spotify. And I actually saw, like, our Kicks and Comics logo on Spotify Mm -hmm. and, like, started listening to it. Listening to the first episode, I was just like, I mean, this just sounds like any other podcast, like, I would listen to, like, two guys sitting around talking, like, free-form conversation. And I was just like... Like, this isn't hard. Mm-hmm. Like, the only reason it becomes hard is because you just either give up on it, like, you just don't want to do it, or you start letting those naysayers in. But at the end of the day, like, people choose to go to Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, um, you know, iHeartRadio, and pull up our episodes and listen to them. Mm-hmm. And if somebody doesn't like it and they don't choose not to do it, oh, well, we still have people that are choosing to every week. Like, we've seen the numbers coming in, yeah. and they're not huge. But still, there's people that are choosing to go in there and support us. So mm-hmm. um, that first, like that first week, I think I sent y'all a recap email, like after the week was over, like this is how many listens we got on just that first episode. And for me, I was just like, yeah, like this is easy. Like I don't want to stop. The only reason I would stop is like, you know, even if you decided all of a sudden I don't want to do it anymore, mm-hmm. I'd probably just try to, you know, start my own thing. Yeah. Um, no disrespect to you. Like obviously, I love no. recording with you, but it's like now that I know how easy it is, like. I just, yeah, like, why why stop doing it, you know? So. Yeah, and that's key. I mean, that's key. It's like the underlying passion. Everything else flows from there. And also maybe you can have an idea of where you want to go. I think mm-hmm. what I've seen a lot of podcasts may sputter out because, you know, you started with one idea that you're passionate about, but, like, you have, you have to think of it as seasons. I think we both, both of our shows, like yeah. Kicks and Comics and the BG Podcast, look at that, right? Like, okay, I have a, this, you know, in the spring, is a 20-episode arc. Mm-hmm. If I post my show posts or our show, the firm show, posts every Wednesday, you know, maybe starting in February, February to June's our season, our spring season. Yeah. Which means that's X episode, which means I okay, that's I need to already have it planned out, what I want to talk about. And, you know, again our our kind of tagline is the BG podcast tagline is conversations at the intersection of business, community and politics. Mm-hmm. So there are certain topics that maybe evergreen, I can I can post anytime. But I try to, and thankfully I can record things, I try to keep it kind of the South Park model, like as timely as possible when it's a policy issue, Yeah. just so I can capture one, the, met- the metrics and traffic around that conversation, but also to make it relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, and you know, as y'all build more episodes in the, in the spring and, on, and onward, I'm working towards too, is looking at, as these seasons, seasons build up, 
can I create mini libraries, right? So if I have like XMAP shows, council members, that's one little library, you know, but there's mul- it's almost like those books, the Choose Your Own Adventure books, right? Mm-hmm. Or the Netflix model, like how are all these shows related, right? So yeah. even like one show could be related to two different kinds of streams and it's my job, like the kind of the programming side to make sure, if, I, if you look at an episode about Kevin Burns, right, for Urban Space, that that's connected to something else relevant happen mm-hmm. a year later. Because all those episodes can be, can or are, are still interesting people who, don't, who have no idea what's going on with it. Yeah. No, I uh, I agree with that. I think for us, like we've been trying to plan out our 2020 of like what we want to do, and we've got some ideas. I think the biggest thing for us also is going to be like trying to find more collaborators, like people that want to do interviews with us and mm-hmm. reaching out and um, getting more content that way. Because we love sitting around and just bullshitting ourselves. Like it's it's fine, um, but we know that also like having those people come on and you know, be yes, it's just going to help us with, you know, getting more people to like tune in that may, because like our, our format is not obviously, we try to stay away from politics. Um, we do try to like promote Austin, you know, um, mm-hmm. the city in general, um, you know, in Texas, like having lived and grown up here. Um, but we, uh, we at the same time have a very free flowing show where we can talk about anything, whether it's movies, comic books, pop culture, things like that. Um, so we're just kind of trying to see where, where 2020 takes us with those ideas. You know, similarly, I think for the BG podcast, you know, a lot of it, there's some pressing issues popping up that will be popping up in the next quarter. Land, land Development Code is one of them. But, um, you know, the city of, Austin pol- city of Austin politics is dynamic. And so there's always, pardon me, new interesting things <laughs> <laughs> popping up. And that's not one of them. Um, but just, yeah, think of the future of kind of, you know, what, Really, I think what interests me is more on the, on the business side and community side and what companies are coming here and also what conversations are going to pop up. I mean, I think this last spring, and so, in the spring and summer, we saw a lot of conversations around homelessness. Mm-hmm. I think those will continue. And then what, really, what particularly interests me is what's going to occur as we get closer to the next legislative session, um, which starts in January of 2021. Those discussions will probably start picking up in the fall of 2020, and we also have oh I forgot well, right we have elections we have an election. I forgot all about that election season's popping up and Wait, how's that all that affect- what what election a few well actually interesting <laughs> enough we have a few elections popping up we have well fair enough no no right yeah we have the national elections obviously uh-huh, yeah. but also local races as well yeah there are a few um, that I think uh, you know the council council elections mm-hmm. um, you know there'll be a few county elections as well and some yeah I've seen all the posters going up oh, on the yeah. sides of the road and you know those things are, are key and you know we definitely plan on and we've had a, a several council members in the show this last season and doing more of that and trying to be more you know just to plug in more of the members of the community I think that's one area I could do better on we could do better on mm-hmm. is getting key folks who are really um, as or I call them like vested stakeholders in the community conversations, you know, and yeah. like Chaz Moore with Austin Justice Coalition is an example of that. He's been on my show twice. I keep saying on oh, my show. It's our show, the corporate we, the show twice. <laughs> um, they're doing great work, but a guy that, you know, a near, a de- that one in the show, a guy near dear to our hearts is uh, Jose Velasquez. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I think he, I call him, I think we all call him the unofficial, or he's the, he's the mayor of East Austin as far as I'm concerned. And I want to give him the show and, you know, he has a real strong bead in what's going on from a different perspective and I think is represented in, you know, a lot of uh, kind of Austin media mm-hmm. and in you know, the Hispanic community. And you know, capturing that kind of those kind of conversations and just interested in how it evolves. I mean, I wanna get I wanna get more into video as well and 
just bring it back, right? So, you know, again, we have like the BG Media Group family. And that's the Bingham Group podcast, the BG podcast, rather, and then Kicks and Comics. And that's a separate company from, you know, the lobby from the lobby firm that I run, like the, yeah. the Bingham Group. And the fun part to me is how, how this grows. Because even with my podcast and starting it, I knew I'm talking about my, you know, general conversations around issues I know. But working with y'all, right? It's like now we're getting things that have nothing to do with politics. Yeah, it's fun. It's interesting to me, right? Because I think more I'm an entrepreneur versus I'm an entrepreneur as a lobbyist versus I'm just a lobbyist. Because I wouldn't have a show about lobbyists. I just kind of do my be lobbying, and that was it. Yeah. And where does it go, right? Where can we take it? And working with y'all, kicks and comics, it's eighty second astronaut, eighty second astronaut at eighty second astronaut, and at Marco. <laughs> Maureen? No, it's just at Marco512. Okay, I don't, we're not, we're not good at friends. I, I, apparently, I... My now, last name is right. Yes, yes, you got my last name. Yeah, with an accent? Cool. Yeah, but... Uh, I didn't have his number saved. That's my bad. Well, no, I think... Uh, yeah, we won't go into that. <laughs> I think... But I think... Like, yes. like, what you said about... So we'll see. Figure it out. <laughs> what you said about, um, you know, like, your podcast, yeah, like, is very... Um, you've talked about it, it's very niche like like specifics like what people are looking for but one of the funniest not funniest i think coolest things that i've seen is like our ig feed for kicks and comics like we'll pick up a follower and then i go and look and the only thing that like they they're they're following you or they're following bg so i'm like the bingham group so i'm like oh okay so it's somebody that's like found us through you even though maybe they're going to you for you know city stuff you know and like wanting to know what's going on and relevant with the social issues like they're finding us through mm-hmm. that so it means that yeah they're they're into the politics but they still are into like kicks and comics and whether it's through loyalty to you and just saying well i'm gonna follow this because aj has a part of it or you know being like no i find that stuff interesting too it's not like people that like sneakers and comic books don't care about politics like obviously the 82nd astronauts heavily involved in all that stuff and Oh, I know. He likes his <laughs> he likes his sneakers as well. So I know, and I think you know one of the, one of the, actually one of the key areas I will be improving on with BG Media Group is one. If you, for those who don't know, I mean, you know, we have a, there's an IG page for Instagram page is BG underscore Media underscore Group, but you can search it as BG Media Group LLC. Um, you know that, that kind of, that page and the content there had kind of had taken that kind of had taken a back seat to just firm business on my end and I want to start pushing more I will start pushing more content through there on your for your your show and mine and really you know I I share my show I share the BG Media Group BG Podcast rather through the lobby firm and I'll share kicks and comics through my own my own personal Instagram account yeah but I really want to make a concerted concerted effort to run things through BG Media Group and uh and also looking for new content too other shows Um, I'd love to start one of the show. I think I, I told you I have this idea for a dating show, a dating advice show. There's a local attorney in town, family lawyer, who I think would be great for it. Yeah. But other concepts too, and that's the thing as well, maybe even getting, um, you know, I've talked about getting a production assistant or someone who can really centralize the stuff because now I'm getting out of territory that has nothing to do with lobbying or my core business. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the best thing for me. I have a direction I want to go, but I want someone who's really more passionate about production stuff than me yeah, yeah. right I want to do my show and someone help me run that show or help run your show and also you know uh, eventually try to get some revenue behind this too with some sponsors yeah absolutely I mean like I mean I have, I have you know Regions Bank's my sponsor it'll be get just other opportunities whether it's you know events we can speak at for y'all or so mm-hmm. on product we can review talking to you Zappos yeah. other companies free shoes free Shepard, shoes yeah <laughs> merch that kind of stuff well, guest appearances. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm. I'm more like yeah. The merch is great, but I like 
And who doesn't? I mean, I want money straight up, but yeah. True. No, but I think people like talking about themselves. So it's going out and reaching out to those people and then like getting our sphere of influence bigger than what it is, you know, currently. So let me ask you this. What, in a perfect world, right? So we're going into 2020. This time next year, at the end of, you know, the first year of the decade, well, I think it's a decade. You believe it's not the decade. I believe it's because there's no year zero. Sure. So, well, you know, let's, let's just call it what it is, though. I mean, you're a country. Right. But, so let's say it's the first year of the decade. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> we'll be on your wish list in a perfect world this time next year. You can look back on, like, your top five guests uh, within the city. Ooh. And that's to both of y'all, actually. In the city? Actually, let's make it nationally. No, no nationally. If, if in the city, Real. Robert Rodriguez. Robert like, Rodriguez. I yeah. think um, he'd be a great get, a great guest. We're not that far from Troublemaker. Um, he's a he's from San Antonio, but he's Austin based. Mm-hmm. Like for me, that'd be an awesome get. Um, I don't know what I could ask them that hasn't been asked to him already, but to have him on our guest, it's again, it's it's expanding our our sphere. Uh, you know, people like his movies, obviously like him. And that would be, like, my huge get, like, within, you know, the Austin city limits. Mm-hmm. What, well, Gabe Luna? I've reached out to him. Yeah, I mean, so, having Gabe on the show would be yeah. cool. So like, obviously, Austin-based. Yeah, for those who don't know, Gabe Luna also some strong uh, troublemaker ties as well with Rodriguez's uh, studio. Mm-hmm. But Gabe Luna is a classmate of ours from Benichek Middle School. And the four That's five. In the four, five. That's, the four, That's five. the four five. Four five. Okay, fair enough. That's in the four five. <laughs> That's in the four five. Anywho, Gabe Luna had his uh, you know local 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 uh, local guy done good. Um, did a lot of local acting here. Got his kind of more TV start working for Robert Rodriguez on Matador. Yes. On the El Rey Network mm-hmm. and the accent there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he did. He had, I mean, he was acting on L.A., but he did go, his Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider on, on, Agents Mar- of Shield. on Marvel's Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. And most recently, as it's recording, he was the, the Terminator in right. the, what does Terminator? Dark Fate. Dark, Dark Fate. Fate. The Rev-9. He's, his face is on the Alamo right over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So that's cool. I think, you know. Talking to him would be great. Yeah. I mean, it's, obviously, we, I've, I've reached out to him, and that would be a great get. As well, well, as your producer, I'll work on that, too. Okay. <laughs> I think, you know, I mean, I think, too, one of the, as a crossover to the, with the, the BG podcast, I, and maybe it's a separate kind of concept, but even talking to people, like, just about the hustle, right? Mm-hmm. I remember once in a conversation I had, we were, I was talking to Gabe, we were chatting on Facebook, this is mm-hmm. a few years ago, mm-hmm. I think right when he, wherever announcement happened forever show it was on right right but he had told me you know like we had this is when i first started lobbying and he was at the headliners club like you know suede tables hustling mm-hmm. right and saw me and i was like oh you look really busy x y and z i'm like oh mm-hmm. dude i wish he had said hello yeah but the whole point is like he's people see one side of things right you see mm-hmm. we see a lot of people who don't know his background you know just they see the things he's posted from arnold schwarzenegger mm-hmm. x y and z but i mean I kind of, I mean, we're, I don't think we're ever tight friends, right? But I've seen enough of his background. I know, like, not, this has all happened. This is years of stuff going on. Yeah. Right? And bring it back to anything, right? It basically the idea of, like, with the hustle, it's I want to showcase more of those stories, right? And maybe focusing on Austin. Because I think there are a lot of people here who are doing great things that people see the front end. Mm-hmm. and don't see, like, oh, those sleepless nights or the scramble to mm-hmm. find another microphone because whatever's happening, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I just told y'all, even in working with, with Kicks and Comics as a brand, what I want to do with BG Media Group is really focus on Austin things, right? I think we have a, we we're all from here. I love this city. I think there's a lot of opportunities coming here, mm-hmm. a lot of capital, and just cool people. 
and a lot of folks in this world want to know what's going on in Austin, and I want to focus on that. I don't care about. I mean, I love San, I love the state, love mm-hmm. San Antonio, but Houston, Dallas, and so on. But this whole network right now is about Austin stuff yeah. because the world wants to look at what's going on in Austin. Yep. Yeah. I mean, um, thinking what about, about your guess. Like, I mean, I there's a few people. Like, if we're talking about people like also that, if we're talking about people that have a, uh, that you know, from the city. I mean, obviously, there's we have a, a ton of celebrities and stuff like that that love Austin and kind of call it home and mm-hmm. things like that. But like, I mean, if we're exploring the Gabe option, like honestly, having like talking to Valen and his partner Zeely, uh, Zeely franchise. Black I mean, Black. they're currently you know partnered up with Gary Clark Jr. He's producing uh, Black Black music, so I think they'd be a good get. Like mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, Valen, we went to junior high with, I went to high school with Valen and Gabe. And, um, so that would be probably a, a pretty good get, um, you know, and, and just talking about their hustle. Cause they've been grinding for a long time as well. Long time, um, man. And, you know, Valen, I think lives out in LA now as well, but he comes back pretty often. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just recorded a music video here not that long ago. So I, I think it'd be interesting to pick their brain. Um, I think also because they've had, he's actually been sponsored by a shoe company and like, um, he's been sponsored by Red Bull. He's a Red Bull artist and stuff like that. So I know that. Um, he's got sponsorships and had them, um, things of that nature. You have a cousin that you know would be great to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have actually, on the I show. know. Yeah, DJ Reader number ninety eight. As yep. a soft plug, I'll say he was also. What uh, with this post? I'll probably post this before the new year. But uh, you know, he was nominated for a man, a Peyton Manning Man yeah, Award. Yeah, I saw that. So you know, shout out to him down in Houston. I think he's taking the day off from playing the Titans right now, but. Look forward to some January games from him. Yep, yep. Texans in the in the playoffs for sure. So, um, I think that'd be cool. Um, you know, in 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 terms of, like, I I agree with you. I think there's plenty of opportunities. So I think there's um, lots of different people we could talk to, like to pick their brain about the kind of stuff that we talk about. Um, you've already interviewed some really cool people, like the what president of Austin FC. Yeah, um, Andy Lockname. So which currently, you know, he currently holds the the highest stream stream show. Maya. On this last season, but obviously, Ever, like, actually. talking to, to like, especially because in that's terms a good tie of, in. I don't remember making note of that one. That's actually a good. That's a good. I see the, the tie in there with the sneakers. Well, yeah, like yeah. I mean, in terms of athletes and stuff like that, just in our area, like those are going to be the people that are going to really be able to speak to like the sneaker culture and like even just like pop culture in general. Like another person that lives in Austin that would probably be a good conversation um, runs a bakery in in Westlake, uh, Gigi's Cupcakes. But Michael Griffin, um, he went to Bowie High School just right down the street. I actually worked with him when I was working at Target for a little while. Uh, played for the Tennessee Titans for like the better part of a decade. Was a Pro Bowler, um, hmm. so he lives in Austin. That'd probably be a cool conversation, um, you know. So what about, the be, com- what about on the com- comic book side? Um, I think we should do an interview with your your guy at Tribe. Like in yeah. all honesty, um, as much as they've they've pitched to us, is that in Austin or San Antonio? Or is no, that, it's that's here in Austin, and they've we're already at, agreed about to it. it. Uh, South Lamar um, in the Torchies Taco. Is there already a post when you go with your kids on Saturday mornings? Yeah, comments? Or is that just, pretty your, much. Your kids there? Is that just you going there? No, that's your kids. All of us. Yeah. Like, I, it's, uh, I, you know, part of, um, you know, comic books is that there's, you know, from the mature side all the way to kids' side. So <clears throat> whenever I go pick up my comics, I try to take them and, and get their own their own little, like, kitty comics. But, yeah, I mean, they've, they've agreed to um, talking to us. And I think from the comic book side, like, um, Francesco Francovia comes here a lot for Mondo. Mondo's a local, like, art gallery, pop culture gallery here in town. Sitting down to talk to him would be fantastic as well, um, and that would be more on the comic book side, yeah. pop culture side. So, I mean, how about you? You know, AJ, as in terms of your, like, like a get, 
Yeah, man, I think for the BG podcast, I'd love, I, I think I'd love to get you know Mayor Steve Adler on the show, the Mayor of Austin, and Spencer Crunk, our city manager. I think you know both of those. You know, for those who don't know, you know, maybe nerd alert for those who who are worried about this. Like, uh, the city of Austin's a council manager system from a government, so it's the city manager is the CEO of the city. So day to day things, he he or she runs. In this case, it's Spencer Crunk. He is probably one, yeah, a very young city manager. He's thirty nine. Um, and then Mayor Steve Adler, obviously, just as mayor, the mayor of Austin, a growing city, and you know, just getting their take on really on leadership, what's going on in the city, um, and just just managing things, right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember talking to the mayor once about this, just like you, you know, you get your everything comes across your desk, little zoning cases to mm-hmm. major issues, mm-hmm. and for every one of those letters, and maybe telling me this, I'm paraphrasing, but every one of those things represents for that person. A year, you know, all this work or effort, right? Right. And you have to balance and, and look at them all, more or less the same, mm-hmm. right? Because they're all for that person. That's their life or whatever's going on. Well, I think those two would be at the top of my list. And just um, you know, as we get into some of the members of council, I'd love to speak with uh, you know just, uh, several of them. I think to just mm-hmm. you know, just talk to them about what's going on in their districts. A number of them are going to be for re-election uh, this next year and then in 2022. And just, uh, I think on the business side, I think a big, a big uh, wish list would be Robert Smith with Vista Equity. Oh, that'd be a right? good one. Just for those who don't that'd know, a he's, he's a, a black billionaire, um, finance guru. Just you know, he's out there. Their headquarters based here, philanthropist. They give a lot of money. They give a lot of philanthropy for the Trail of Lights Foundation, mm-hmm. which myself and the second astro- astronaut are on the board of. As well as other causes, but just that'd be a, a big one. Yep. I think he's richer than Oprah and uh, Jordan, sure. probably. But it's, but it's also an honor and entertainment money, which is a thing. Yeah, as well as a big deal. So straight up hustle. Like. Straight up hustle, and then um, and there's some local folks too. I would love to interview Mobley. He's my favorite artist. M O B L E Y. Just kind of that's more on the community side, but just someone who's a big fan of his music. I heard it through a buddy of mine, and. Uh, I admire, I admire people who are just hustling for it and building their brand and, and all that. And there's some other folks I think that will, I'm sure some other, other it's more about the topics that will pop up and finding folks who are involved in those topics in this coming year. Uh, definitely would love to interview some of our um, Central Texas delegation at the Capitol as we get closer to the session. I've had Representative Cheryl Cole on the show before. And let me get her and some other folks back on to talk about this next in 2021, what's going to happen. For those who don't know, we, we will have a new speaker. We will have a speaker's race, which will be interesting because it ties into um, the Democrats may flip the House blue, the Texas State House blue by a few seats, which means the speaker's race, the speaker overall, which is elected by the House, may end up being a Democrat. Uh, who that Democrat may be will, you know, Obviously, TBD, TBD um, but that'll be interesting for a lot of reasons. How, just from like an outside, you know, looking at perspective, how candid do these people get? Or it, you know, because everything they say is of record or can be brought back up against them. Do you feel like you have to, or do you feel that they kind of tiptoe around things or they, or you have to kind of maybe give their people the questions in advance and just stick to the script? On the show, no. I think with all with all my guests, I do you know run a show prior, mm-hmm. and so you know again I'm not a journalist, right? So for okay. me, the point is to ask questions or get 
allow them, my guests, whether they're a, 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 a public official, like mm-hmm. the official rather, business person or so on, to be able to convey, you know, what their interests are, right, and ask questions myself from them as well. Mm-hmm. But nothing is ever, you know, again, I'm not trying, there's no gotcha games here. No, no. And so, you know, it's really, you know, there's no surprises, right, and okay. so they'll, I, I try to make it as comfortable as possible for my guests to mm-hmm. talk about the things they want to talk about, right? I mean, these That's bathrooms are luxurious. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, only guests for my ta- only the best for my talent, rather. Um, and Mine felt like it was worn by somebody already. Look, go ask questions. You want to answer to <laughs> but, but you know, a lot of it. Yeah, it's 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 fun to, um, as you know, we posted the BG podcast posted our 67th episode last Wednesday, and then we're, we're probably post. I might post this. I might post this one actually on January first because it's on Wednesday. Just something new. But um, the the further, the more episodes you do, and so kind of coming back again to consistency and so on. The more episodes you do, and the more guests you get, it makes it easier to get other other guests on your show. Mm-hmm. I found yeah. because at this point I can say, look, I mean, I've had you know I've had a few council members on my show multiple times. I've had other folks on my show, and I think by virtue of how you know you say I've had fifty episodes, a hundred episodes, mm-hmm. whatever it is. That's like okay. Well, one people like knowing this isn't some fly by night thing. Yeah, it's a ultimately, proof of concept. It's like, ultimately, yeah, proof of concept. But how is this going to help me? Mm-hmm. You be me being the guest, right? Mm-hmm. So I come on your show, talk about this. Who's going to see it? But like, is it is it going to be a fly by night thing? Mm-hmm. I think and come back to the thing of like when I first launched mine. I remember someone told me, "Oh, everyone has a podcast." But yeah, people have people people talk about doing a podcast. And most folks maybe get maybe get five episodes in, if that. Yeah. But they're not consistent with it. They're not. Right. They're just not. Like anything else, right? As we approach the new year, as we're all as a habit. Like I think hustle. Yeah, it was just like hustle is a habit. Yeah. Like enrolled, but it was just like it's that it's the idea of like you do this enough times where you know whatever that pace is for you for your your show. It was every two weeks or so on. It was every week for mine. I'm just I, I feel I, I'm better when I have fo- focused deadlines. Mm-hmm. If it's every Wednesday, it's every Wednesday I'm gonna have something posted, and like I'm not gonna you know I'm gonna have it queued up by Monday. Right now I just like by Monday like I'm listening to the show like on SoundCloud, make my show notes X Y and Z. Going back to that though, how often do y'all listen to old shows? Because for me personally, I listen I listen to it once when I'm when I'm going through for to put in post production mm-hmm. for upload to SoundCloud. Yeah. After that though, I don't I don't like listening to it. Even then, like I've heard this case, case is the case of some certain actors. Yeah, they don't like looking at their own films, right? Like, because it's just, it's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a thing. It's. I listen to it when I edit, obviously, and then I listen to it again once I finish mixing it, and then when we upload it, I listen to it to obviously help our own numbers. <laughs> I listen to it at least once the day we release it, and I think that's it for me. Yeah, I usually listen to whatever episode dropped that week, like through that weekend like because mm-hmm. I, I usually play them like when i'm in my truck like driving um so like you know i'll listen to it at 10 15 minute spurts at a time um but i always usually listen to the episode for that week although during the holidays like i kind of fell off a little bit and had to go back and re-listen to mm-hmm. like the last two episodes yeah and i listened to them out of order but um you know i i think it's it's cool to just to listen back to it one to like hear and you know the 82nd astronauts uh editing work and then also just to like remember the conversations <laughs> sometimes i'm listening to it and i'm like i don't even remember that i said that yes. but okay that's fine um well for yeah. me it's like finding the cuts of like where we said because i you know for personal reasons i and i, I think also to, to protect marco to some extent 
we don't get that controversial, but there's some things where I'm like, ooh, we just can't for whatever reason. So it for me, it's knowing where the like yeah. When I edit it, I know where the cuts are, but then listening to it again, like you'll hear like silence and then this huge laughter, and then I'm like, oh, what did we say there? And then <laughs> you know, because once I edit it and cut it and delete it, that's it. But for me, it's finding the comedy in those little moments. Like, yeah. that, that's when I like re-listening to it again. And also, um, it kind of gives us, because we, we recorded a lot and banked a lot, gives us a little window into, okay, what was going on at the time? Like, Or even outside the window, like we heard a huge car crash. And, Which uh, you took out so much of that, because we true. talked about it, and then we're like, oh my god, somebody <coughs> just died, and then all of a sudden we're just talking about something. Like we None yeah. of the recap of like, yeah, we heard a car crash or anything like that, no. and I was like, oh. We just come back, and all of a sudden, it's like anybody listening to that episode would be like, "What happened? Like, what Who happened? got in a car yeah. wreck?" But yeah, it was. Um, you no, know, I, I think it's funny too to, to hear that kind of stuff. I was I was listening to one of your episodes. I think I was posting it last Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Like about uh, yeah, you said Creed one and Creed two. Creed were both two were they were. Listen, I haven't watched back. Creed two yet. All right, well, look, I didn't say Creed one wasn't good. I just said I'll it wasn't. It. Look, it was. All it right. needs to be. You know, I need to hear good out of you. I need to hear your mouth now. <laughs> like Ryan Coogler. No, the, he did a he did a good job. The movie was good. There was just certain parts of the movie where I was like, I get it. He's trying to make it like it's a Rocky movie. Well, no, and I know, but like, there's just certain parts of the movie where I'm just like, ah, I could have done without that. But that's fine. Like, I thought it was good. I thought Michael B. Jordan was good. It was directed very well. Yeah. Um, Sylvester Stallone was really good in that first. Yeah, that soundtrack. I just haven't watched the second. For one. those that don't know, Mike Will made it. Mike Will made it. Hyphens mm-hmm. did the produce the second soundtrack. Those soundtracks are bumping, dude. And, and, oh, three, oh, yeah. three six mo- no, three six mafia. Yeah, I'm sorry, they were on the second sound. They're on both soundtracks, but uh, Cry Mob was on the second soundtrack. And also, as a, as kind of a deep cut, that they have a song called uh, "We Can Fight." That uh, Queen Magic walked out to when she kicked ass. Yeah. Oh, oh right. part of the explicit. Oh, it's the first. It's the first. It's the first. Yeah. <laughs> For those, yeah, but that she was she. Uh, was she wrecked shop, as we see yeah. back in the day. She wrecked shop at uh, Rika's knockout night mm-hmm. in 2019. Just knocked that girl out. So, <laughs> tell us that. My hype my is working Shout out. Shout out Queen Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, well, gents, it's been a great year, a great work with y'all. I'm looking forward to big things from t- in 2020 with Kicks and Comics. I mean, realistically. And the BG podcast. Half a year. Like we- Whoa! Whoa! For you, it's been a great year. year. A quarter for, of a year. For for you, yes, but like since we started working together and doing this for us, it, so imagine what we can do with the full twelve months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So this time next year, we'll be in a yacht in Croatia, just like, or I'm sorry, we'll be in Ibiza, Ibiza, <laughs> <laughs> taking us to Croatia. Like, okay, that's no yacht week. It's cool. No, we'll, we'll be in Ibiza recording. <laughs> happy tw- Happy 2019, y'all. We'll see you in 2020. Yep. Or or. Happy 2020, and let's get this day off at a great start. <laughs>